rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, what's up? Hey, 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 what's happening, guys? Oh, my, my hair's sticking up. Oh, well. This is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And, uh, yeah, don't we need more of that? And we meet here. We, we have a regularly scheduled show on uh, Friday evenings at around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then we, uh, you know, we have a show during the week, usually, around this time. So thank you for hanging out. If you're on another platform watching the show, you can check out... Well, come on over to youtube.com slash c for channel slash Tarabuster and hang out in the greatest chat room in American history where I see the greatest people I've ever met and, well, virtually met are hanging out right now, like Trucker John and Ed and Jim. Nice to see you guys. Thank you, Jim, again, for your super chat right out of the gate. I really appreciate it. That's what helps, I mean, the practical realities of keeping the show going and growing and uh, and, and the emotional support, too. At least I know, you know, we're in this together. So let's see, let's see. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And uh, yeah, keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it, you're worth it, and live it. And I feel like I'm forgetting something. I mean, as far as the show, everything sounds okay, right? I feel like I forgot to click a button or something, but no, it looks like it's working. And what else, what else, what else? Oh yeah, please uh, support the supporters of the show, specifically um, APS Radio News, one of a great one of our great sponsors. Um, check out APS Radio News. That's a, an independently run media aggregate, and uh, yeah, just get on, get the hell on over there. But it's not just liberals on there. There are other people, but you can let them know the Tara. Let 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 Charlie know that Tara sent you. Okay, all right. Let's just dive in, and I'll think of more things to say uh, and more things to plug. And thank you, Jim, because uh, Jim is our virtual producer. <laughs> the producer's sitting over there. He's he's eyeing me right now. I can tell he's thinking about coming over any minute. But I don't. I'm afraid to look him in the eye. So. Let's see. Um, where do we begin? Okay. Uh, uh, the, you know, it's it's starting. The Republicans have taken over the House, and it's disgusting. And, <laughs> yeah, after 300 shows, it started without a hitch. Yeah, maybe, maybe we're getting the hang of it. Well, I don't want to jinx it. So, um it's only going to get worse. Not the show. I mean, I'm talking about the Republicans in the House. They are, they really are vile. And nothing says that more than George Santos, the, 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 the fact of George Santos. And I'm fascinated by him only because I, I, I like that show, American Greed. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. It's a good show. And he will have an episode on there one day because he is a con man. So I don't, 
know, know if I've ever met a con man in person. I hope I never do. But he, he's, he's one. He is a con man. You'll, if you see that show, just go, you know, watch it on demand or whatever. They do, um, they, they tell the stories of, diff- of people who've been, of course, uh, many of whom have been devastated, robbed of life savings and tricked by people that they swore were, were authentic and they uh, came off as their best friends and whatnot. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's what a con man is, confident man. That's Trump. That's George Santos. Everything about George Santos is a lie. He, and, and, the, and by the mere fact that he's capable of lying to such a degree... Uh, yes, uh, isn't he in my district in Queens? No, he's he's close, and we'll talk about it because I just saw some an an article, um, and there's a picture of him walking in a neighborhood that which is not that far from here. It's about a mile from here, and I I know exactly where he is, and I if that's where his sister lives, I'll go. Maybe I'll go ride my bike down there and hope to run into her. But, I mean, the whole thing about them, they're just a bunch of frauds. Every single one. Her, his sister's a fraud. He's a fraud. They're a bunch of takers. Of course, they're perfect Republicans. Apparently, his sister is um, being in the process of being evicted. So is, uh, and, and so uh, thereby, uh, well, so he was he because he was squatting in her apartment. And she's she did not pay she owes about forty thousand dollars in back rent but we had an we had a an eviction moratorium here in new york and many places did because of covid but she received thirty thousand dollars in rental assistance to get to pay her rent and she never paid it so she took that thirty thousand dollars and you know this is what they do they they take the money and run so that's a con man. He's a con man. They're a whole. They're all a bunch of con men. Exactly. Ed on the chat. Who gave him seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars? He's full of shit. The whole thing. They, that's and the fact that the Republicans in the House don't give a shit. Here, I just want to show you before we get really get cooking. I just saw this. And uh, as far as, you know, because we've been waiting for for speaker in name only Kevin McCarthy to say something about George Santos, but because he needed his vote, you know, um, Kevin McCarthy became the speaker in name only by with the help of George Santos and by giving everything away. He's the and. My hypothesis, once again, is proven correct, that Republicans, they do not get into public service, quote-unquote, for altruism. They're not in government to, to, to help. They're not there to, because they want to serve their community. They're, they go into government so they can line their own pockets, so they can rig the game, they can write the laws that benefit themselves and their friends, that they could write, basically they're, so they can be the true parasites that they are, just sucking on the government teat. 
They like the power. They like the prestige of the office. They like the doors that the office opens for them, but they're not in there to serve. And nothing says that more. Why is this fucking person calling? calling? I don't know why. You know, I have a trap call on my phone. Who is this person? They should have, that should have been trapped by the call. I guess I'll find out. But that's only because I got that trap call because um, these these filthy fascists, you know, they were like pranking my, my phone and stuff. Because that's all they have, you see? <laughs> and because they, they have nothing to offer. So they, you know, they, they, that's what, if you're not actually doing anything to make the world a better place, so what, what else do you got to do but be a, tedious little troll you know that's all that's all they got but um that's just interesting i keep getting that call, a call from this number but i don't know what it is and i don't know why it's getting through on my my security let's see anyway whatever well i'll deal with that later so what was i saying yeah i mean and and another thing we're going to talk about tonight um Madison Cawthorn, case in point, just like when he was squatting in his position, um, I said the same things. He's not in there to serve his constituents. In fact, he he didn't even set up constituent services. He set up comms and he bragged about it, that his uh, that his the bulk of his budget went to comms communications because that's all they need. Why do you need services if you can manipulate and, and just spread it, spread propaganda about how good you're doing and how everybody loves you and how much of a patriot you are and how much liberals are going to eat your adrenochrome or something. So, and that's another story that I wanted to talk about is that, you know, Madison Cawthorn split. He he lost, and because he's a he's a little uh, fragile little bitch who would never got into ser- into government service to serve, he left his constituents high and dry. He didn't even fill, fulfill his term in office. Not only that, he bugged out to to Mara Moron, and didn't even transfer the files of constituents that requested services from their Congress asshole. Um, He just basically left them high and dry, meaning that they will now, whatever they were requesting from, from him and his office, that they'll have to start from scratch now. Because that's who Madison Cawthorn, that's who Republicans are. They don't, like I said, I mean, they're not in it for altruism. They're not in it to serve. They hate America. They hate the people. They hate E Pluribus Unum. They hate the nation of immigrants. They hate the diversity. They hate everything that actually makes America great. They hate democracy. You know, they love everything that sucks. They love weakness. They love division. 
They love fear. They love this uh, the no the scarcity notion that someone if you if someone is getting over on you, uh, you know they love. Uh, well, they hate. Well, they just hate. They hate America. Okay. Where? Wait. Hold on a second. Wait. 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 Where is this video? Oh, here's uh, here's Kevin McCarthy talking about. He finally said something about George Santos. Take any action against him at this point. Are any of these allegations acceptable to you? What are the charges against him? Well, I mean, is there a charge against him? Can you believe you know, this? In America today, you're innocent until proven guilty. Oh, aren't you high, high and mighty, right? Oh, you're you're taking the ethical high road there, right? That's Kevin McCarthy. I know with someone. I got the clip off of Twitter. Somebody filmed their screen, you know, with their phone, obviously, because I didn't capture this clip myself. But you know. They, uh, the reporter asks Kevin McCarthy about George Santos, and he's like, "Wait, what do you mean? What, uh, what is he guilty of? Here in America, we're innocent. Before whatever, you know, you're, you're, you're presumed innocent. What are the charges against him? What charges? What charges? Being a lying, filthy piece of dirt? Being a dirt bag? How about that? How about?" Passing bad checks in Brazil, you know, shouldn't that have anything, you know, uh, shouldn't that reflect on his character? How about that he lied about his entire resume? That, that's, is that a charge? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no criminal charges, but if this were corporate America, because the Republicans are always like, oh, we should run government like a business, but if this were cor corporate America... And it was discovered that he fabricated his entire resume, not even his entire, a piece of his resume. He would be fired immediately. What, what charge? You know, it doesn't have to be a criminal charge, but they have no standards, you see? And that's what Republicans want to do with the rest of the country. They want to drag us down to their level of having absolutely no standards. Because, you know, why should America continue to be, to evolve? Why should we be that shining city on a hill in, in actuality when we can just be it in name only and Republicans can continue to steal? They have no business being in, in, a, in a position of authority. And you know what? I'm tired of it. I'm tired of... It's okay because it's not just the Republicans themselves. It's the people who vote for them. How dare you? Shame on you. Shame on you for voting for these people. Shame on you for voting for George Santos. Shame. You know, really, shame. Shame on you for voting for Kevin McCarthy, who is a so-called representative from California. You know, what's going on in California with the flooding and, uh, you know, the extreme weather? Has Kevin, has Kevin McCarthy said a single thing about what's actually going on in his, in his district at home? No. He said nothing about it because he doesn't give a shit. He, w he wants to be speaker. And that's the only thing on his mind. That's it. He's not there to serve like the rest of them.
So, is he is he a criminal? What's the charge? Is and he you know here in America, so we have to be lectured by this worm, by this insurrection enabling filthy fascist worm, Kevin McCarthy, who is a spineless prick, by the way, spineless. He's a liar. He has no honor. He has no integrity. And it reminds me. Actually, I could probably find this right now because Adam Schiff tells a story about Kevin McCarthy. He accidentally, just by co- or coincidentally, sat next to him on a plane, and it was just okay. Oh well, you know they never had a conversation before. And he, you know, whatever, because he said it's not not for any particular reason. It's just that they don't, you know, they're not they're in different parties. They represent different states. Let's see, Kevin McCarthy, and you know, so they never really had it. They aren't pals, and they never had a, you know, they weren't uh, seeking each other's company. So here it is. I'll just play it off the screen. Hold on a second. Let let him tell the story. Did Kevin McCarthy... Sorry, hold on. He... Did Kevin McCarthy really admit to you... It's very low, that though. ...that he lied to the press about something you said? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I mean, everything I ever needed to know about him, I learned Shit, on, a, sorry. on a plane. Um. This I'm was 2010, with it. and we were Here seated we together on United Airlines flying back to the capital. Uh, I really don't think I'd spoken two words to him up until that time, not not for any dislike, but his district is far from mine. We just never had any opportunity to speak. And we had that kind of conversation you have on a plane before the movie starts and you can escape. Right. Um, it, it was a total nothing burger who was going to win the midterms. And I said, I thought the economy was going to be good, and we were going to win the midterms, and he thought the Republicans were going to win the midterms. And he got you there. 2010, <laughs> that was a tough one for us. <laughs> you know, he, you know <laughs> his forecasting was better than mine, that's true. But, um, you know, the movie starts, uh, and that's the end of the conversation. We get to D.C., we go our separate ways. Uh, I don't remember what his position in the Republican Party at the time was, but he gave a press briefing that night, unbeknownst to me. And he told the press that I had said that the Republicans were going to win the election, which was absurd uh, and completely false. Literally the opposite. And literally the opposite. Well, I didn't know about this uh, that night because um, I had to wait till the newspaper came out in the morning, came out in the morning to even know that he'd given a briefing. So, uh, you know, one of the Hill papers comes out in the morning and it quotes McCarthy as saying, everybody knows Republicans are going to win the election. I sat next to Adam Schiff on the airplane last night, and he even he admitted the Republicans were going to win the midterms. And I, I was just, bes- just lying for <laughs> lying's sake. Oh, it was it was breathtaking. Um, and I made a beeline for the House floor and went right up to the middle of the House floor, and I said, Kevin, um, I would have thought if we were having a private conversation, it was a private conversation, but if it wasn't, you know you told the press the exact opposite of what I said. And he looks at me and he says, yeah, I know, Adam but you know how it goes. And I'm like, no, Kevin, I don't know how it goes. You just make shit up and that's how you operate because that's not how I operate. But that is how he operates. Yeah. Um, and in that respect, he was really made for a moment like this when 
Um, his party doesn't believe the truth matters at all. You make up your own alternate facts. And uh, you say anything, you do anything to get power, to keep power. Um, and in, in that sense, McCarthy and Trump were really made for each other. Isn't that frightening? I hope you were able to hear that. That is, isn't that frightening, though? But that's exactly who Kevin McCarthy is. This is not a leader. They are, um, you know. Uh, wait, I'm just getting distracted because I see the devil's app. Who is, uh, what's going on there? Thank you, Jim, for helping out and and hiding uh you know the trolls nobody we don't need that shit we have a we have a no strikes and you're down well one strike i would imagine and you're out we don't there's no three strikes yeah we don't um we don't suffer the trolls you, there are plenty of places for trolls to go um I just don't go here cuz you're out yeah you can hang out if you're if you're you don't have to be a normal person to hang out, even though we prefer normal people. But if you can't behave yourself, and, you know, we don't tolerate that kind of bullshit, go back to 4chan. Go to Diamond and Silk's page. You know, I heard she just, one of them died of a hoax recently, so we'll talk about that too. Yeah, we had uh, we had some trolls here one day, and I think we let them. We and then we had a conversation after the fact, saying, uh, you know, yeah, disagreements are one thing, but we're not gonna tolerate troll behavior. Somebody who just, I mean, they they do it all the time, but that's all they have. They'll pop on the feed and they'll be like, Trump twenty twenty four, Trump twenty twenty four. It's just you're stop you're a waste of life that's the sad part about it you know it's like and i i've said it before you know here you have a window to the whole world this internet machine the series of tubes and that's the best you can do that's what you bring to the table trump 2024 trump 2024 you don't you don't um insult us or trigger us you you embarrass yourself you know you shame yourself so um go away there's plenty of places for you to go go to the matt walsh page you know go whatever whatever you fucking insults do i don't know I do not know. I don't really think about it. Uh, but I do th I do th think how sad it is for right-wingers, you know, to spend their limited lifespans as the eager dupes of a bunch of grifters. That's really sad. And the and the way that they get them is because they are low uh, intelligence. And they hook them by their incredibly um, prominent racist funny bones, and that's how they go. That's how they get them. You know, they they start tickling all their their fear centers. 
Um, and, you know, it, you wouldn't be so easily led if it weren't for those moral failings that you have. I mean, you know, and that's a choice, too, because now in this day and age, in this, in this um, you know, small world created by the Internet, you know, the, with the help of an Internet, it's not like you can't because in the past, you know, people you you know, if they're living in insular communities and they they aren't exposed to other other people, right? And um, you know, you you can almost forgive their ignorance, but not anymore. There's no excuse for it. So, yeah. Anyway, what's going on in here? Yes, how many diamond how wait, how many diamond took with her? Oh, yeah, that's right. How many dumbasses did um diamond kill before she stepped off the moral coil? That's the problem, you see? Because they uh that that's what you know, if you you don't want to take the vaccine, go for it. Go 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 sit in your house and you know, take your horse pills and leave us the fuck alone. You know, don't come crying to us when you can't breathe. Let me see the question. Oh, okay. I see. Um, I'm looking at the at this other troll. Who lied more during their political careers, Biden or Santos? Be honest. Um, that would be Santos. So, I mean, what do you, why don't you go have your own show? I don't know. Who is this person that they're, they are, um, what do you call it? Cycling through, what do you call it? Um, accounts to go post the same question on this page? Or is this a, is this a, uh, a Russian troll bot thing is that what they do you know because i see that this one uh, it's a different account posting the same stupid question so anyway who cares keep it moving Keep it moving. That's actually, you know, just an aside. Uh, speaking of keeping it moving, because <laughs> you guys were saying, remember, like um, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Harry and Meghan that uh, that show or whatever, and it's really getting on my nerves that um, I'm about you know watching Harry's book, Prince Harry. I'm talking about. <laughs> this is a total aside, everybody. It's just a complete distraction, and. Um, the thing that annoys me about listen, see, this is so as, as, okay, let me, let me formulate. Cause it, it was prompted by when I just said, keep it moving. And okay. The reason I'm bringing it up is because, you know, Harry is complaining that everybody's mean to them. I don't understand the, the outrage, you know what I mean? Like not, we're not all born with, um, taxpayer funded uh taxpayer funded trust funds or or slush funds and uh choice of castles where to go and hide when we're feeling overwhelmed and um it's just sort of like you have this this incredible life of leisure 
So you can sit there and obsess that some rando on Twitter called your wife the C word, right? <laughs> so anyway, and they, they're talking, and he, the thing that got on my nerves is because he's like the paps, the paps, the paps, the paparazzi were her hounding his mother to death. And that if, um, if they're there, it was like a chain, a bicycle chain. If you removed one of the links, it wouldn't have ended up the same way. And the pops were one of the links. Well, you know, another link in that chain, according to the, um, according to the inquiry that they, that was commissioned was that Diana wasn't wearing her seatbelt. So they said that if, she had an 80% chance of, of surviving the crash if she were wearing a seatbelt. And, and I keep thinking, well, well, you know, I'm not, I mean, it's very, it's terrible and tragic, but she should have just worn her seatbelt. And the other thing is, you know, he's complaining about the paps, but I think, yes, it must be very annoying to be harassed by paps. I know it's annoying to be, you know, hounded by fucking prank phone calls or some douchebag on the Twitter feed, I mean, on the uh, chat feed. But, you know, it just comes with the territory. And the the thing is, uh, these paparazzis are, they're not born princes. They don't, they're not born with taxpayer-funded slush funds or uh, castles, or a choice of castles or whatnot, right? They don't have a life of leisure, so they have to eat. I don't know what decisions they made or how they ended up being paparazzi, but they still have to, they, they have to put food on the table and a roof over their heads, so, you know, it's a little bit um, you know, it's another way of being detached as if, you know, maybe they don't have a fucking choice, you know, so they're taking a picture, you know, okay, that that's a terrible thing. And I think about what they did, what, all of the, the filth that was posted about Michelle Obama and Barack Obama, all the racist filth that these scumbags posted. Did you, um, Michelle Obama never stopped her good work to be like, oh, somebody put a picture of me uh, and a watermelon, you know, oh, George Santos posted a picture of me as an ape, which is what he did, because that would stoop them to th th their level, you know? I mean, the eagles don't give a shit about what the fucking roaches are doing, do they? They just keep it moving. So, I don't know. I, to me, it, f it feels like if he's, I mean, there is a lot of racism, clearly, yeah, but they would have done so much more g good for the world. Finally, you know, you have a, a person of color in the royal family, and then you have uh, princes and princesses who would be uh, people of color, right? Instead, now, what are they? They're, they're, they're Archie. There's some kid named Archie, and he's going to sound like this? Right? I mean, wouldn't you be pissed if that was your father, and you, you come of age, and you realize, you mean I could have been a fucking prince with a castle, but you, somebody called uh, mommy the C word, so you, you denied me my birthright? I don't know. I'd be very mad. 
Don't you think they would have done a, a lot more good for the world if uh, these prince princes and uh, yeah the the kids that they have are descendant uh yeah they're, now there are princes and princesses of color but now they're just nothing they're just some couple of rich kids in in Los Angeles and they got to and they got to sound like this so anyway all right the entitlement is uh what got me too but you know just like you know we don't have a choice so they got to be paps who knows what happened? Maybe give them a castle and they'll stop. Right? Uh-oh. Speaking of paps and being har harassed. <laughs> JD. Yes, the USA should back Prince Harry to overthrow Charles. What do you think? I don't know. I And I also feel like it was so mean of him... The way he talked about his brother, calling him, you know, old and that, that, that comment he looked, he, um, that, what's his name? Anderson Cooper read and he said, um, you know, he read uh, saying that I looked at, I looked at my brother and his used to look like mummy. Now he's aging and shockingly bald and, and, uh. Then Anderson Cooper said, "Is that isn't that a little harsh? I don't think so. I was like, how is that not harsh? That's that is mean. You're being mean, calling your brother all these names, saying he's shockingly bald. Like, fuck you, right, Junior? Anyway, <laughs> this is not the Terror Buster show. This is just ramblings about." shit that really doesn't matter i guess you know it, i guess it does in a way because it goes to show you how out of touch man you know give give these people some uh give them a castle maybe they'll stop being paps right you you have a lot you you have choices you know you get you dress up like a nazi and then you get to go and go speak to the head rabbi and go you know go all flying all over the place educating yourself no people don't have this opportunity like you do it's like as if you're so uh i don't know he just doesn't realize for some for some reason um the and i guess it's the you know it's the entitlement but also the just like you know he's i don't know he's just mean he's being mean he's being a whiner and every and, and he's so perfect that's what is annoying me and i used to like him that's all that's i used to think at least you know as far as the prince the two of them were concerned i, I used to think that at least they were trying to do good things you know unlike the american princes like donald trump jr <laughs> You know, all right, let's get back to uh, George Santos before I lose more people. So I, I just had to get that off my chest because uh, I wonder, did I, do, I'm not hearing that criticism from other people. I know that pe that he's being received with mixed reviews, but I'm not no one is. I'm, I don't know, saying anything that, well, sometimes people, you know, they fall into things 
because they don't have a choice and they need to make a living. So I I think that maybe some of the people who are being who are being paparazzi or whatever, they're doing it because maybe they don't have any other th- way to make a living and you know, they don't have a castle. So the is the system fucked up? Yeah. Oh, so they wrote a bad story about you? So, well, fucking ignore it. Who cares? Ignore it and go and do something good. I don't know. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Here, let's talk about George Santos. Right, exactly. Terry Taylor says, that's pretty harsh, especially when Harry isn't exactly quaff with a full head of hair. Exactly. But it's just kind of mean. To make fun of his looks, to say they're harsh. Well, he used to look like mummy. Now he, it was shocking. He's shockingly bald with his scowl and shut the fuck up. I would be mad too if my sister was writing a book about me like that. Right? What a dumb bastard. Fucking Megan M H and M. And talk about missed opportunity. She's like, I tried. I really tried. No, you didn't. Why? Why? Because somebody wrote something bad about you. Give me a break. Okay. Um, Here we go. Where am I starting here? Oh, yes. Kevin McCarthy. And George Santos. Well, yeah, we just played it. Kevin McCarthy on George Santos. Well, is there a charge against him? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Junior, why? Why must you? Why must you scream? This is like a having a pop here. This is like a pop at, like, constantly. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, 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 pop. Oh, okay. That's it. You stay right there, poppy. Paparazzi. Little pop, 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 pop. All right. I'm, I'm losing, like, every every other listener here <laughs> they're like what is this fucking show this dumb bitch rambling about prince harry and uh going pop 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 in between meows cat meows so all right i'm just trying to find this stupid article that well because i want to talk about george santos here oh let me let, let's start here um, did you know, see, I wasn't, now that I'm learning more about George Santos, there's a few things. Okay. He, he is, he's not in the district. He's, I don't, I'm in, uh, AOC's district, but he's not that far from here. And he didn't live in the district. In in fact, he ran for office in 2020 and he lost, which I wasn't aware of. So this was his second time running for office and, you know, he won this time and um but anyway so here is george santos i'm not sure if you've ever seen this this was a new one for me but this is him on 
he was one of the speakers at the January 6th riot. Did you know that? I didn't until I found out today when I was doing some research. And well, here's he he was in the he was in the oh he was kind of in part of the opening acts. So here's George Santos on January 5th. Hey Washington. My name's George Santos. I'm from New York City. If you're from New York, you know what they did to me. They did to me what they did to Donald J. Trump. They stole my election. Can you, I mean, his, his uh, putting on the New York accent, I know he has one, but really emphasizing it is part of the, it's part of his con, of course. You know, he's a con man, so he now let me pull out my my act. You know what he did to me. You know. Yeah, forget about it. Yeah. For 14 days, I was congressman-elect of the 3rd Congressional District of New York. The first ever biggest upset for a Republican in New York City. And what did they do when they were too busy printing 280,000... Oh, shit. Hey, Sorry, Washington. I hit the wrong button. My Sorry. name's George Santos. I'm from New York City. Santos. If you're from New York, you know what they did to me. Yeah. They did to me what they did to Donald J. Trump. Oh, They yeah. stole you, like, my you, election. You piece of dirt. Don't you? I can't stand these people. Who voted for him? After the first time, and he uh, he's at the goddamn insurrection, and then they vote for him again? Uh, inexcusable. Shame on you. Shame on all of the morons who voted for him because you're part of the problem. You should be ashamed. Oh, you just vote straight Republican. That's what I hear, too. I hear some of these others saying, oh, give him a chance. How much do you, do you hate yourself, Republicans? I mean, this is really what it comes down to. The average Joe Republican... It ha- you have to hate yourself in some sense of the word by sending somebody like this to be your representative. Who would, you know, it's a reflection of you. It's like when you give a, a, a reference to somebody for, at work or whatever. Yeah, hire this guy. It's a, ref- it's a reflection of you. If you tell somebody, oh yeah, I got, uh, this guy does a great job. And then they come in uh, you know, a contractor or anybody, and they and they botch the job and they run off with your with your money or whatever. That's a reflection on you. So why would you want to send an absolute con man a a end before you even knew he was uh, the con man that he is? But you see that he is an an election denier. He is an insurrectionist in the very least not only and the not only that he's like a rake on a goddamn chalkboard listening to him but uh, this is who you say yeah yeah we and, and you know the thing is because his district was um and is i suppose a democratic district for the most part, they voted for Biden. I think he's like a a Biden plus sixteen district. 
So how dare you? Who voted for him? It's a, it's an embarrassment. You should be ashamed. It's like the people, it's like the 500 morons who put uh, Lauren banned from the bowling alley Bobert over the top when they could have had somebody who is worthy of them, who is decent and not, uh, and not a, um, a four-time GED failure. It's unreal. For 14 days, I was congressman-elect of the 3rd Congressional oh, District of New York. Boo-boo. The first ever biggest upset for a Republican in New York City. Oh, and gee. what did they do? When they were too busy printing 280,000 ballots in my district and shipping them to Pennsylvania, really? they sneaked in a few from my opponent. Oh, you fucking lying dirtbag. Do you see how these people are the the poison in the body politic these con men who will say anything for power they sneaked in a few hundred bells and ballots nobody snuck anything in you filth you con man filth is that what how you tried to sneak in uh, you know those bad checks down in brazil or sneak in an entirely fabricated resume they have no honor. They have no decency. What did he do? Okay, Kevin McCarthy asks, is he, is he a criminal? Was he charged with anything? No, he's, he's just a, a piece of human excrement with a mouth. So put him in the Republican caucus. Now he's congressman excrement. Um, that's what the Republicans are. They don't care. They have no honor. They have no integrity. And he's even digging in his heels, saying, where is this? He he tweeted. He's, uh, let me see. Because there are, I will play the Republicans, because the, the, the Nassau County Republicans are um, calling for him to resign, which, honestly, I was pleasantly refreshed by that. I It's the first time I heard Republicans that I thought, okay, there's they have some integrity. That's a, that's a, a breath of fresh air. But that's probably because they are Republicans in a primarily Democratic location so they can't be complete and utter frauds because the the you know the primarily blue state of new york isn't going to stand for it so they can't be they can't be george santos they can't be lauren banned from the bowling alley bulbert or perjury trader green and what did they do they stole it they're going to convince me And all of you that Donald Trump lost to senile Biden? Who here thinks that Biden cheated? Who here wants Donald Trump to four more years? Who here is not going to comply? Who here is ready 
to overturn the election for Donald J. Trump. Four more years. What a, what a parasite. The way he's riling up the morons who are cheering for him. Who here wants to uh, comply? And the stepping back to bask in the adoration. I mean, this is, you know, he's a con man. And what did they do? They stole When they were too it. busy printing 280,000 ballots. So without any evidence, without any proof, whenever a Republican loses an election, it's got to be stolen, Right. Because that's how much Republicans hate America. They hate democracy. They hate the general welfare. They hate e pluribus unum because they would rather burn this country to the ground than have to live with the diverse nation that we are. They hate this country. You understand? This is what it's about. They would rather, I mean, this is really what it comes down to because they lack the fundamental mental maturity, the, the integrity, the decency to function in a democracy that they, they don't want to do the work. You know, you think George Santos wants to work? Look, let's look at his resume, by the way, which has been published. I'm sorry, I'm getting, you know what happened? I got to tell you, I'm a little stuffed up because, um, I I don't know. I got to tell you. I tested positive again for COVID <laughs> twice <laughs> now in a month. So I I was positive for COVID. Well, I, I did have it. I, I mean, I was sick, but not because I'm uh, not a moron like Diamond and Silk. I am vaccinated and boosted. So my it was pretty mild, but I was still positive. So that's how I spent my Christmas. And then... I was negative on, on New Year's, and I felt better. But then a few days, when was this last? I think it was Saturday. So Friday we had the show. I was feeling a little, you know, I just thought it was the residual for COVID from the original. And then Saturday I had a really bad headache, and I was achy again, and I was exhausted and Sunday, because I was, I woke up, I was so tired. Like I felt like I was drugged and I took the test just to see, you know, out of, uh, curiosity and it came back positive. And then I thought, well, maybe I did this wrong or whatever. And I went to one of the pop-ups here in Queens and it came back positive again. So I had it again and I said to the guy, you know, how is this possible? And he's like, well, it's probably a different strain. So it's just, it sucks that there's, there's so many, I mean, the, the problem is that because of morons like Diamond and Silk, that we're, um, the, 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 um, what do you call it? The variant, there are so many variants now and, you know, it's going to be, I guess the new normal. So it sucks. I've basically spent the last month with some form of sickness, just feeling sick. So I'm a, I feel a little stuffed up right now, in case you hear that. I might have to 
mute my mic and go blow my nose or something. So <laughs> I know Tara hanging out with Republicans behind our backs. It sucks, but gl I'm glad I'm vaccinated seriously because it doesn't feel that bad but i i and then you see um stories like what happens with diamond and silk or diamond whatever the hell her name is and she's dead now because uh, well i don't know how she's dead the, the from a hoax right she she was a rabid anti-vaxxer so on some level i have to say that well, if she was such an anti-vaxxer, at least she, uh, you know, put her money where her mouth is, so to speak. But she's paid for it with her life. Um, and, and we'll talk about it. But for those who don't know, we're talking about Diamond and Silk, the two um, right-wing human shields for Republican bigotry who uh just a bunch of just vile. And they lost their they had a gig on Fox News, but. Apparently they lost it because of their their COVID misinformation, um, which is I was surprised to hear, considering that I didn't think that um, Fox News had any standards at all, especially regarding that. But yeah, yeah, um, they are yeah. But she was she was a rabid anti-vaxer and apparent but they're not saying how she died that's that's the clue you see because it was revealed that she was hospitalized for covid back in thanksgiving around thanksgiving time and now she's dead so people are putting two and two together even though they're not revealing the cause of death and that that goes to show you yet again how much republicans are are filth because you would I would have more um, sympathy if they came out and said, you know what, we fucked up. Clearly, we made a mistake, and I really hope we didn't harm anybody else with our lies. And I'm real, you know, whoever's left, Silk came out, whatever the fuck her stupid name is, and she came out and said, I'm sorry, you know, I lost my my partner, my friend, my my co collab, my collaborator, my uh co-conspirator and and you know we learn the hard way now uh, get your vaccination enough of this bullshit but they don't do that they hide it so it's um you know rinse repeat with these republicans this is what they do they die of covid you know they anti-vaxxers they die of covid they end up on the herman cain award page and they don't take any responsibility. That, you know, being a Republican means never saying sorry and never taking responsibility. They never learn. And that's part of the, that's really one of their um, hallmarks of being a Republican is never, ever changing, never evolving never adapting, never finding out new information. And if you do, just reject that information because that's, that's what being a conservative means. Reject it and never, and just dig in your heels. Never, ever change, no matter what. No matter the reality, make reality conform to your ideology of moronity. 
if that's a word. <sighs> the world just lost a true angel and warrior patriot. Warrior patriot. No, a misinformation. She's Tokyo Rose, really. Just another right-wing fascist Tokyo Rose who, who found the niche of conservative um, commentary, especially for people with darker pigment. They will elevate you quick, as quick as you can say uh, hoax. That's the truth. Because they need their human shields. It's like, uh, Don. what's his name? Donald, Byron Donald, you know, Republicans are, he's the, he's the freshman re representatives who Republicans like Bo Lauren Band from the bowling alley, Bobert and others put, put forward as, uh, nominated for speaker of the house. You know, I mean, the house stupid, the, it, it really is an insult you know, because that's, that's the Republicans in a nutshell. They, th they, they see Hakeem Jeffries, who is qualified, has the experience and the support of his caucus. He's not there because he's got darker pigment. Yet, then the uh, Republicans are like, Byron Donald, the, a fucking freshman congressman. What is his... And then uh, he's got the the nerve. He goes on Joy Reid's show and uh, he defends it. I, do you really have to... I, I, I mean, does... Do you think he's he really believes his own bullshit? Because she asked him, what are your qualifications for being Speaker of the House? Besides... Well, she didn't say it, Besides the fact that you have darker pigment. And he's like, oh, I'm a good... They, I'm a good leader... They recognize my leadership quality. What what qualities do you have? You're not in the house long enough to have these leadership qualities. You're still wondering, you know, which way to the to the bathrooms on the first floor. It's ridiculous. It's such an insult to everybody. It's an insult to every, every American. And it's an insult to our intelligence to think that, and the, to, for them to, they get outraged, you know, this fake outrage from the Republicans. And of course, this is what they are. They're, they're the faux rage machine saying like, oh, um, Cory Bush calls Byron Donald a prop. That's racist. She's being racist. Yes, calling out your racism is really racist, right? So don't say it because it's, it's like um, I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. That's the Republican way. Just say that, uh, you know, how dare they point out the obvious truth, the obvious cynicism of our actions. How dare they? It's incredible. But anyway. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God help me. I just went on Twitter. And look what I saw. 
something disgusting. The now famous Twitter files have proven <laughs> beyond famous. all doubt no that the corona nobody cares. The now famous nothing burger known as the Twitter files. Oh, look at his mouth. Corrupt officials at the FBI have been coordinating a massive censorship, surveillance, and... Yes, censoring us from saying the N-word and bashing trans people and misgendering people and spreading COVID lies that got people like Diamond killed. Yeah, yeah. Propaganda campaign against the American people and frankly... American people, people. Oh, my... God, this is just the beginning. It's never going to stop, will it? ...against me. In the most recent and notorious example, the FBI worked to stop the truth from being told about the Biden family's criminality. They worked so hard to stop it from coming out. <laughs> what? And the corruption prior to the 2020 election. They didn't want any bad Fuck information you. to come out about the Biden family. Biden. The fix was in. The election was rigged. But the sense... Wow. Somebody arrest him already. Will w- Justice Department... You know, what's happening in Brazil? The... Um, Watching their response to this, to the attempted fascist coup that is and um, continues, I suppose, to be inspired by our American fascists, um, is it is kind of a disgrace to America to watch their response in, in comparison to what we're dealing with here, you know, with Merrick the meek. Why is that 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 orange? pus allowed to walk free arrest him lock him the fuck up they need to uh, i mean really the justice department the fbi or i don't give a shit who they need to come down on these fascist monstrosities without apology like a ton of bricks. They need to smash them legally and peacefully into a million pieces. And when they're done, they need to rip those pieces into a million pieces. And without apology. Enough is enough with this shit. Where is, you know, this, this special prosecutor? He should have appointed a special prosecutor right out of the gate. Merrick the meek. Merrick the fucking mild. You know, they didn't allow the, the, uh, the insurrectionists in Brazil to go home. Here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, you know, as long as you have the right pigment, you can go take a shit in the halls of the Capitol after busting down the door and cattle prodding a couple of cops on the way. And you get to just stroll off until somebody finds you on your social media because you're so proud of yourself. And then the the instigators... The corrupt insurrectionists themselves get elected to office so they can they can really uh, cover up. 
cover up the crimes of their coup, which is ongoing. The coup is continuing. Thank God they, the Republicans didn't win a, uh, a, an overwhelming majority, but the fact that they even won by a, a slim margin is, you know, does not bode well for the future of the country. So if nothing is done, you know, I'm sick of waiting for it while these liars continue to foment insurrection. And tell me, you guys know, the future, this is, a, this is clear. If we look, put yourself in the, in the shoes of somebody 100 years from now, looking back at this, if this country survives... Um, Republicans, they're not going to look good in history's light. Trump, uh, Carrie Lake, Donald Trump fucking Jr. You know, I, I, I'm thinking about 100 years from now, and I'm wondering, I wish I was born 100 years from now. Because then I wouldn't have to share the same air with these pricks. But, my God. If, if you're watching this show, and it's 100 years from now... You'll, you're lucky. You know? Trust me, I know that that's, that will happen. There will be anthropologists, historians. They will watch the show and others. You know, it's like a treasure trove to get... I wish, you know, you think about it. What if the, um, you know, they had podcasts in the Roman Empire? Wouldn't you love to go back and listen to what average people were thinking about, um, you know everything that was going on in that time. So we know, I know for a fact. So if you are someone a hundred years from now watching this show, God, I envy you. Really. That you don't have to live during this, this orange monstrosities, endless grift, listening to it. And the the most tedious thing about it is it's not that it exists because scum has always existed. It's that it has so many so many admirers. Who knew that scum had so many admirers? Right? But shame on them too. Shame on you. Shame on all the Republicans. And if you're from the future watching, I'm telling you, we know uh, that Kevin McCarthy is, is a dirtbag. We know that he's a spineless lick spittle. We, all of his, his, uh, his bullshit. We don't believe it. I mean, who does? Who believes him? Who looks at Kevin McCarthy and, and is like, now that's a leader. That's a guy who I would follow to the ends of the earth. Anybody? 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 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Fox News is reporting 210 Democrats vote against a bill requiring medical care for babies born alive after abortion attempt. Listen, because it's not a thing, you fucking wastes of air, time, and space. You know, while we have actual babies that, I don't know, don't have roofs over their head or parents don't have living wages or or medical care, right? These fucking scumbags, this, the fraud, the the con caucus are uh, just doing their Fox News bits. That's it. That's all we got to look forward to. All of this this bullshit, the this virtue signaling to morons while um with one hand while they steal your socialist security with another. Cuz that's on their agenda. Oh, Jesus help us. And thank you Elise for your super chat. Joining Jim's super chat in the super chat queue. Wow. The weaker speaker, yes, Rollator woman. Incredible. It's a travesty that 210 Democrats vote against a bill requiring something that never happens. Unreal. It's just more... Bullshit. That's what Republicans have. They never do anything. Show me a a bill, anything, where Republicans have advanced the general welfare, promote the general welfare, or, or done something for the working class of this country that that Americans love. I mean, show me something like Socialist Security, Medicare, right? None. None of them. They have nothing. They have never done a single thing for this country. They've only served their their big moneyed masters and worked inside the halls of power to drag us back to the dark ages, literally and figuratively. That's all they got. And in the meantime... Just throw some uh, minority group at the moron so they can chew, so they can get out their frustrations on a targeted minority group. Oh, Jesus, help us. All right, where was I? I, I was, I'm, I know I'm all over the place, but what do you expect? I got COVID again. Let's see. I, I'm trying to find this George Santos's resume. I had it open. Now I can't find it. Where is it? Because it was published in PDF form. In the meantime, actually, let me play this while I'm looking for it. I'll play the Nassau County Republicans. They, they came out pretty strongly against him. George Santos's campaign last year was a campaign of deceit, lies, and fabrication. He deceived the voters of the 3rd Congressional District. He deceived the members of the Nassau County Republican Committee, elected officials, his colleagues, candidates, 
his opponents, and even some of the media. His lies were not mere fibs. He disgraced the House of Representatives, and in particular, his fabrications went too far. Many groups were hurt. Specifically, I look at those families that were touched by the horrors of the Holocaust and feel for them. He has no place in the Nassau County Republican Committee, nor should he serve in public service, nor as an elected official. He's not welcome here at Republican <laughs> headquarters for meetings or at any of our events. Good. As I said, he's disgraced the House of Representatives, and we do not consider him one of our Congress people. Today, on behalf of the Nassau County Republican Committee, I am calling for his immediate resignation. I mean, but he is yours. Um, and it makes you wonder how much they knew. Well, we know that the Republicans in Washington were laughing about George Santos's resume. They knew it was a fraud. So, you know, they thought it was a big joke how much he was a grifter, you know, big, funny, uh, yeah, uh, inside joke. And that's the words that were, um, you know, reported about, you know, saying that it was a, it was a open secret that George Santos is a con man with a completely fabricated resume. And here, here it is. I found it. Let's look at it. George Santos. Look, <laughs> George A. DeVolder Santos. Yeah, what a legend in his own mind. George A. DeVolder Santos. Oh, you sound very important there with four names. Summary, proactive business development professional, fluent in three languages and well-versed in sales with extensive proven ability to optimize the bottom line. Enthusiastic leader, able to provide a high level of service and enthusiasm. Well, that's usually when you're what uh, an enthusiastic leader does. They provide enthusiasm for building positive experiences with history of transforming inefficient and underperforming operations into successful enterprises. Bullshit. Of course, that is complete bullshit. I don't know. He must, maybe he, let's, let's Google this. I bet you he stole that. Let's see. Ah, uh, no. Hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to see if, he lifted that completely. No. Okay. You know how it is. You, maybe some resume building site. He stole it completely. Okay. So skills, account management, sales, customer relations, financial. That's a skill, I guess. Financial. Investors, relations. I mean, even the way he writes sucks. When he's trying to scam, investors relations, is that proper terminology? Marketing strategy, real estate, forecasting, like Miss Cleo, is that what he is? He forecasts, um, where is it? Call me now. Right? Is that his forecast? <laughs> Sorry. See, this is why I need a producer. Oh, well, I don't have it. I was going to play the Miss Cleo. This sucks. 
Coming now. What are all these nosy people I see right here around the moon card? Hmm? Who are all of these nosy people? Outside influences I'm seeing around you by the moon card. <laughs> Go, 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 what a piece of shit he is, really. Because not this entire resume is is fabricated. Here we go. The experience. Um, Linkbridge Investors Vice President. Linkbridge Investors? Is that a thing? Does that exist? Linkbridge Investors. Oh, I guess so. But he didn't work there. He would, but he, according to his resume, he's a vice president of Linkbridge Investors, Capital Introductory Services, three times on sales growth within six months from 450000 to $1.4 million. It's not true, of course, but, oh, it sounds pretty good. Uh, why not four times? Maybe, I guess, three sounded like the middle ground might be plausible three times, two times, eh, but three times, hey, four times, eh, well, stick to three, client development, investor relations, and then, of course, Goldman Sachs, He's a, he says he was a project manager, all of this is bullshit, private real estate, institutional sales, development strategy, two times revenue growth from, well, there he was, he was learning, that you know he was building his skills as a uh um what was he a financier whatever that is he's a financier maintaining and then of course uh business oh well met global business development manager that's is this is all lies maintaining and delivering double digit growth for high key accounts initiated with 2.5 million client pipeline and delivered 2.9 million out of his ass. He just pulled it out of his ass. Citigroup, assassin, associate manager, associate, investment orientation, consumer education, who, oh man, whatever, who fucking cares, education and training, New York, uh, NYU, New York University, which is a lie. He never went to, he, he never went to NYU and never received an MBA in international business. I mean, the balls of this person to think that you know, he can get away with this. They do background checks, right? In other jobs, when I've applied for jobs and whatnot, they, they, they call your references. They look up your, your educational history. They look up your job history. You have to be able to prove that you're, you are who you say you are, but it's, 
it's incredible to me. This is the resume that he gave to the Republicans when he first ran for office. So this is the resume that he gave to the Nassau County Republicans. So they just never, they never did a background check. They just took him at his word. Baruch College, of course, he's full of shit. 3.89 GPA, summa cum laude. He never fucking went there. Ranks in top 1% of class. Well, if you're gonna make up your entire resume, why make it, make it something that is, you know, uh, impressive, I suppose. But you see, having a, going to Baruch College or any college and getting a 3.89 GPA, that would take work, you see. That would take showing up. That would take, you know, um, things, uh, uh, dedication, integrity, you know, uh, it would take everything, uh, you know, the fundamental uh, basic decency of uh, everything that Republicans claim to be but aren't, you know. I mean, I know I went to college and... In my undergrad, I'm now I'm bragging. I'm a summa cum laude graduate. I was in the fucking top one percent of my class. I had a three point nine one GPA, but you know it pisses me off that this piece of shit can just write whatever the fuck he wants, and now he's a congressperson or with a a hundred and seventy nine thousand dollar a year salary for doing absolutely nothing, for being a, a con man. It's disgusting. <sighs> right? Is it? I mean, it is, but when you think about it, and even when you don't, but it doesn't, it, it's, it fits into the Republican destruction of America because if you respect the country, right, you... um you and uh, hi junior he's back if you respect the the system that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us you you it's expect standards from the people who work in that government right i mean so partly this not only gets kevin mccarthy what he wants which is power um but it also has the added bonus of devaluing the view of government in the minds of the people. So they, well, what does it matter to Republicans if the people don't trust the government? It, it doesn't, um, you know, they, they want people to hate the government anyway. So having an outright con man in there serves a purpose serves many purposes it allows them to like i said have their that crucial vote for their for lining their own pockets and feathering their own nests but it also devalues this the the government in the you know to others it says to it tells the people you're a sucker don't even bother why what why why are you even paying attention to Congress because they're all a bunch of crooks. See, 
why don't you just go about your business and, uh, you know, go to church on Sunday and work and don't pester your betters for any, uh, you know, um, don't ever think that government is there to serve you, to promote the general welfare, right? Because, uh, yeah, look, we have outright conmans here and they're, they're doing just fine. Because that's what it's about. It's about them destroying government in the minds of the people. And this is what the it really does fit into everything we're talking about with January 6th and what's going on in Brazil and the ongoing insurrection because the 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 way that uh Merrick the Meek is responding and the justice department is seems to be and is dragging their feet and in many cases not throwing the book at these insurrectionists. It's sort of, it's part of how you devalue government in general and cheapen it and weaken it, the the democratic government, because there will be a government. It will just be an autocracy, um, a fascist dictatorship of some form. But it's, uh, yeah, they want government to be on its back foot, you know, to not be able to respond effectively. And when the people see that, then they just turn away and have they don't want anything to do with it, which is what happens in autocratic governments. You know, the people in Russia or whatever and other um, systems that have strongman rule, they're, you know, just trying to get through day by day. So they're not, um, they don't expect much from uh, the powerful. And that's the way Republicans want it, right? Am I wrong? No, I'm not. I wish I was. I really do. I wish I was wrong. And it sucks. It does suck to be right. So here, let's see. I'm trying to find this other article of George Santos. So here's an article from um, the from the Daily Beast. Wait, hold on a second. Damn it! I know, Junior. I see you. Look at this. Well, he there's so many um, outrageous stories. In a different time, as far as George Santos especially, but in a different time, any one of them would have been his, um, you know, sign, him signing his own political death warrant, so to speak. But it really doesn't matter. Just they keep piling up. Just the, the grift keeps going and uh, there's absolutely no accountability. Just trying to find this article that had the picture of George Santos walking down the street. Because that's where, it's right by where I live, so. Right? Eh. Hold on. I wish I had a producer, Junior. <laughs> Tara Junior. Why can't you be a real producer? Mm-hmm. All right. Me. I know. 
Okay, whatever. Just looking at all of these Republicans really does, really is the stuff of nightmares. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Isn't it? Paul Gosar, George Santos, all of them. Uh, Matt Walsh. They're horrible. Just a bunch uh, perjury trader green. Horrible, horrible people. All right. Okay, here we go. So, listen, listen, listen. Where is it? Here we go. I found it. Or something. So, let's see. Wait a minute. Sorry. <laughs> this show is really uh, not one of the better ones, I have to say. So, if you can, please become a patron. Because maybe, maybe that will inspire something. Make the show better. In some way. Here's George Santos running from reporters. You're accused of fabricating almost every single part of your life. Why do you why do you deserve to represent the people of New York? the way. Did you Department illegally? Oh, sorry, Mr. Santos. There's some campaign, campaign finance concerns and questions about your finances. Really? Can you answer? Can you guys give me a little space, personal space, please? A little personal space. Why don't you answer our questions, Congressman? Congressman, you seem to be dodging questions about your finances and about your background. Congressman, what about those new accusations? Personal space, please. Personal space. Who is this kid here? That it, that's his, his staffer. You know, don't you deserve better, kid? Do you have a choice when you're um, a uh, congress congressional aide? Do you have a choice who you get to uh, work with? Because this poor kid, he's certainly not setting himself up for success, right? Because what are you going to say? I was the... Oh, is the the aide to George Santos? Representative George Santos? A little personal space, please, guys. A personal space? Why don't you answer our questions? Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Did you see my speech on the insurrection? Thank you. Guys, guys, can I get some personal space? See, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just like you. I need personal space sometimes, everyone, right? And um, I will not resign. See, he, I don't know if you saw this, he put out a tweet, the, the filthy con man, George Santos, he writes, I was elected to serve the people of New York, District 3, not the party and politicians. I remain committed to doing that and regret to hear that local officials refuse to work with my office to deliver results to keep our community safe and lower the cost of living. Bullshit. That's not why you're there. And then he writes, I will not, all caps, resign. Because, you know, that's what a Republican is. Being a Republican means never taking any responsibility, never showing integrity. And when you're caught being a fraud, you just keep moving forward. Keep moving forward like Donald effing Trump. 
Maybe sell them some uh, NFTs. Try a multi-level marketing vitamin scam, perhaps. That might work. Jesus H. Christ. Guys, guys, personal space, please. Can we get some space here? All right, thank you, guys. Oh, shut the fuck up. And the fact that they have to call him congressman? Don't call him congressman. Call him... Call him Santos. Santos or bitch. Oh, here it is from the New York Post. The New York Post, which is a Murdoch rag, is um, not on Team Santos. It's clear to me. They really have been hammering him, <clears throat> which, may hey, good. I'm glad to hear it. So Santos's sister, this is from the Post, is facing eviction for unpaid rent while donating to her brother's campaign. So represent, this was back in January 6th before, he, you know, this past January 6th, not the, not the January 6th of January 5th where he gave an insurrectionist lie-riddled speech to a bunch of morons and traitors. Yes, honey. All right. Representative-elect George Santos's sister reportedly skipped years of rent on the Queen's apartment the siblings once shared, but still managed in that time to dish out tens of thousands of dollars in political contributions, including $5,000 to her lying brother's campaign. Court records show that Tiffany Santos is facing eviction from the Elmhurst apartment for failing to pay nearly $40,000 in rent. Um, let's see. She reportedly owes the massive sum despite receiving more than 30000 in federal emergency rental assistance. You see? The grift. The grifters keep grifting. They take and take and take. And the other thing about George Santos, and especially in light of this, he, um, during his, um, you know, everything about him is a lie, his fake resume, one of the tweets he put out where he, um, he, he well, he pretended to be a landlord, saying, landlords like me have uh, missed lots and lots of money in rent, you know, because he was against the eviction moratorium. Well, meanwhile, his his filthy parasite sister and him were benefiting from the eviction moratorium. You see, this is who they are. They have no integrity. They have no morals. They have no scruples. They have no honor. They have no decency. They hate America. They hate democracy. Please prove me wrong. So um, the tweet is, it's just, it's incredible. It's still up there too. I, uh, landlords like myself. 
the balls of this fucker. But I guess he knew who he's dealing with. He knows Republicans. He knows that it doesn't matter how much he lies, that even when he's caught, he just has to say, I will not resign and continue to have a staff and $179,000 a year. And the privilege to call himself a congressman, right? I mean, that should be somewhat of a privilege reserved for those who actually earn it. Never in my life did I imagine. You know, I know that the Republicans are monsters and they just keep getting worse, though. Because the, every time I think they've hit bottom, it never stops. They keep going down lower and lower and lower. I never in my life thought I would live to see the day when an outright con man, I mean, well, then we saw Trump, right? But now we have mini Trump. George Santos, there's no difference between him and, and Trump, except that Santos wasn't born with a trust fund. They're the same. They are the absolute same. And, and Donald Trump would be the same. You know, she'd be, he'd be living in his sister's queen's apartment, scamming, calling himself a financier instead of, paying somebody to take his SATs and to take his tests at Wharton, he would just write on his resume that he went to Wharton, right? I mean, they're the same. So where is it? She reported, yeah, she owes. She So the, the fact is she should not owe um, any back rent because she received emergency rental assistance paid directly to... Uh, you know, that was supposed to, she was supposed to pay her landlords and she kept it because she's a piece of dirt, like her brother. She's a parasite and they, and people like her, you know, these are the same people that Republicans, they point to the, the scammers. They'll say, oh, this is, uh, someone buying, you know, uh, whatever they buy, they're buying beer with their food stamps or they're buying whatever, you know, steaks with the, because you're supposed to eat dog shit if you're on public assistance. And, um, you know, but they're there. These are the kind of people who Republicans point to. They're like, Oh, somebody scammed. And that means that we must destroy everything and ensure that, uh, no one gets gets anything except the the top one percent, and if you beg and go to church every Sunday and never pester your betters, maybe a little trickle on you in another thirty years. But you know, um, these are the same people who Republicans point to, but it's the Republicans themselves because that that's who they are. They're the ones. They always take advantage of the system. And George Santos is just in a league of his own, though. But they are all they all share similar aspects of the grifter mentality that is um, that he that's on full display with with Santos because he's 
he has uh, whatever it is, you know, antisocial personality disorder or whatever. He's definitely one of those. But Tiffany Santos's lease, well, I guess, I mean, it's a family affair, right? The grift is a family affair. Tiffany Santos's lease was terminated by the building owners in May 2022, five months after New York City lifted its COVID-era moratorium on evictions. Since then, see, I guess, like, because she's a dirtbag, when the the COVID moratorium on evictions was in place, so we so decent people caught in this terrible time, um, who through no fault of their own were trying, you know, didn't want to end up homeless. We didn't want that happening. Um, but because she's a dirt bag, she uh just took the money and didn't pay pay her way because she's I mean she benefited from the eviction moratorium that her brother railed against publicly while simultaneously squatting in the apartment that they weren't paying rent <laughs> can you believe them it's incredible that's who they are and you think this person is going to uh is working for you the people of the third district or whatever you think oh he's turned he's turned a new leaf Respondent failed to pay the arrears sought in the proceeding even after ERAP payment, a lawyer for the building owners wrote in their court filing. So she wouldn't have had this problem. They wouldn't have to spend their, their money dragging this deadbeat to court if she had just done what she was supposed to do and pay the landlord his, what he's owed. Which is incredible. Let's see. G-E-O-R-G-E. -E. George Santos. Uh, rent eviction. I'm looking for this tweet. Landlords like us. Here. Here we go. What a piece of dirt. He wrote... In February of the of 2021, will we landlords? <laughs> no shame in his game. Will we landlords be ever be able to take back possession of our property? My family and I, a nearing a one year anniversary of not receiving rent on. 13 properties. All of that is a lie, by the way. They don't own a fucking single property. And in fact, they were the parasites sucking on the government teat while taking advantage of policies that liberals put in place so good, decent people wouldn't be thrown out of their apartments. And the taxpayers of New York, obviously, who paid that $30,000 for that dirt bag so she can remain in her apartment and her landlord would, uh, wouldn't be uh, fleeced. We landlords are not receiving rent on 13 properties. 
the state is collecting their tax, yet we get zero help from the government. Isn't that a horror, horror show? We worked hard to acquire these assets. You never worked a day in your life, George Santos. Well, I mean, in the old days, guys, you know what would have happened. And thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. I see you. I see you, my friend. Thank you. But you know what would have happened. Um, if this were the good old days that Republicans always want to long for, we would have we would have ran this fucker out on a rail. You know, we would have marched him to the border and uh, say, you know, have a nice life, buddy. It's unbelievable. Right. Every accusation is a confession. Winston on the chat. They do nothing but project. Every accusation is a confession. And... I mean, they have no fucking integrity. How dare he? He is the epitome of a parasite. How do you get rid of a parasite? You know, if uh, if the chief parasite is enabling it. Kevin McCarthy has no integrity zero they none of none of them do and i've proven it again and again and again by the mere fact you know none of them all of the supreme court fake ass uh justices that they shoved on there zero integrity zero honor every single republican they have no integrity. All of the Republicans should be calling for him to resign. Instead, what are they doing here? Here's another clip. Let's see. Of them making excuses for him. What do you intend to do about Congressman Santos? I try to stick by the Constitution. The voters elected him to serve. If there is a concern and he has to go through the ethics, we'll let him move through that. Uh, but right now, the voters have, have a voice in the decisions, not where people pick and choose based upon what somebody's pressing. The voters, the voters were duped. The voters want him gone. So he will continue to serve. This is something that's being handled internally. Obviously, there were concerns about uh, what we had heard. And so we're going to have to sit down and talk to him about it. Yeah, talk to him about it. Have a good talking to. What about you, Elise Stefanik, who uh, all over George Santos's Twitter feed and other social media that he's locked down for the most part. You know, if you go on a lot of his, his tweets, you can't respond to them. He's set them up that way. But... You know, he's got pictures of him and Elise, who, funny enough, I mean, they look alike, don't they? They have that same dead-eye look about them, the two of them. Let's see. I'll look it up. Elise. Steph. Oh, she's a real piece of sh fucking... I hate her, too. I mean, legally and peacefully hate her, but... I really do not like her she's so vile i saw i don't know if i told you this there on one of her twitter fucking tweets she 
uh, this was a few months ago. She posted a picture of herself on the, on the side of a road somewhere where there was a sign that some douchebag put up that said Foxtrot uh what's the what's the J? Foxtrot um let's see army alphabet. What's the army alphabet? I forget. Foxtrot Juliet, that's right. Foxtrot Juliet Bravo. And she's standing there with this with uh, yeah, the fake smile you know and the dead eyes like pointing at it <laughs> because that's what you do when you're a republican you're just a fucking immature little troll and what you do is you post sophomoric little uh, jabs you know you have nothing to offer so what you offer is is just uh, stupidity and and immaturity but worse than that it's an insult you know to not to not to uh, normal people not to democrats it's an insult to everyone who ever died for democracy they sh- sh- they they spit on the graves of those who gave their lives for this country, you know, for that that uh, radical progressive idea of a government of, by, and for the people. Be- uh, they they disgrace it. They but they don't, um, you know, insult us. They insult themselves. And they don't realize that, though. They disgrace themselves. But they, and they cheapen the entire, um, you know, they, they cheapen the country. They are, they are disgraces to the country. And the worse than that, though, it's the people who vote for them. You know, that's really the ones we have to place, onto which we place the blame. You know, and Elise Stefanik would not have you know any influence at all if not for the fact that people put her in power. So, I'm I'm to the point where this is who you know. It's not oh good people having disagreement. Oh, we can all disagree on pop. No, we can't. I'm sorry. We're we're beyond that at this point. It speaks volumes to me who you are. If if I find out you're you're somebody you voted for somebody like Elise Stefanik, I'm sorry that will diminish you in my eyes. And if I give you or if we have a ten minute conversation, and I'm sure I can get to the bottom of why you would vote for such a uh, a useless, worthless, unfit clown. Okay, I mean, it's something about you that you need to work on. But I'm telling you, there's something wrong with everybody who votes Republican. They're either, they're fearful somehow, they're racist, of course, right? They are, uh, they have some, there's some moral failing that they're suffering from. 
they've been duped and everything that the Republicans stand for are, are just they're just full of shit. Like even they'll say, well, I'm I'm a one issue voter. Republicans will say, yeah, I I I will always vote pro life. When, okay, great. Why don't you vote Democratic? You know, I mean, everything the Republicans talk about is they're full of shit because abortions go down under Democratic policies. I mean, that's another thing. I mean, everywhere we look. Republicans are, they're, they're just um, tickling the worst aspects of the human condition for their own personal gain. And, you know, it's about time that, it's, you know, uh, regular, normal people just, uh, I don't know, put our, fo- our foot down and then just say, I, enough, enough. It's not about, um, well, we can disagree. We, no, because this is beyond that. There's, it's not, they're, they're not a normal political party anymore. They're not interested in governing. It's not about governing. It's about triggering you, uh, dividing you, and conquering the entire democracy for the sake of a few. So either you're, you're on the side of uh, everyone, whoever came before us and laid down their life for this thing, or you're part of the problem. And, you know, somebody like Elise Stefanik? (sighs) The worst. Dead-eyed, phony, immature, unfit. What's her claim to fame? Oh, she's the youngest uh, dirtbag or something like that? Let's see. Where is it? Of course, she's said nothing about uh, her, her, her pal. Yeah, George Santos, Elise Stefanik, endorsed. Yep, see, look. Don't they have the same fucking dead eyes? Right? They're like the same fucking face. With the same dead, hollow eyes. And the same fake, inhuman smile. They're not... It's like there's no warmth in their smile. There's no warmth in their eyes. They're just two plastic parasites saying, you know, welcome to my parlor. (laughs) Welcome to my voting booth, said the Republican to the dupe. Am I kidding? I mean, am I wrong? Look at their face. They have the same dead fucking face. If I saw this face, if it's like you're uh, walking down a, a dark alley and all of a sudden that Elise Stefanik's face was there, I'd, be, I'd say, did somebody say Candyman three times in a mirror? Like, get me out of here. Right? This is some, that's the stuff of nightmares we're looking at. 
I'm telling you, I'm going to have nightmares about looking at this picture now. Right? To me, this is a very chilling photo. I see no human humanity. I see no life. I see nothing. in the, uh, There's no compassion in their eyes. There's no service in their eyes. It's just, let me, I, I feel like uh, they're saying, let, I want to eat you or something. Yeah, uh, let me pick your bones. Vote for us. Because we're, we're going to, like, we'll kill you slow? I mean, what is, what's the slogan here? I'm, look at me. That's the kind of eyes you get when you're, when you have nothing to offer humanity. There's no light in them. There's no warmth in your smile. There's no sincerity. It's just fake. Fake, fake. Because they saw somebody smile once in an elevator. You know, they, they know, they learn to mimic. That's what sociopaths do. They learn, you know, they pretend. They learn to uh, fake emotion. It's a means to an end. So that's why it's the same, that's the same stupid smile she had when she was sitting on the side of the road. Eh, Foxtrot Juliet Bravo. Because what the fuck does that mean? Um, where, where, where's the policy there? What do you got to offer, bitch? What do you got? You got $35 insulin, bitch? Huh? You got living wages, you got retirement security, bitch. You got health care. Oh, you want to protect those pre-existing conditions protections though, right now? Don't you do you don't you now, right? Oh, you want to protect socialist security. You want to protect Medicare, all the things that you hate. What do they have? Oh, you got uh, the pee-pee patrol, right? You want F, F Foxtrot Juliet Bravo and um, somebody's uh, a pee-pee's in the wrong bathroom, according to you. Oh, God, these people. What do you got? Back alleys, lies, fucking no health care. No decency, no dignity, no democracy, no unity, no e pluribusunum, none, none. Everything that's good, they, they, they remind me of flies, you know, that just feed on corpses. And they're, now they're feeding on what, you know, the corpse of the body politic. That's the Republican Party. Buzzing around the, the corpse that they helped create. Oh, they love the corpse of the body politic, of course, because they hate democracy. They hate America. You know, they're, they're cheering on Bolsonaro. They're cheering on insurrections all over the world. They are proudly, some of these fuckers are, they're literally calling themselves fascists now. Well, good for them.
They will lose, as they always do, but in the meantime, they will take as many people as they can with them. I, I just hope it happens to them, though. You know, uh, I keep hearing all of the uh, reports saying that Republicans, for example, are dying of COVID in record numbers. I don't, you know what? Boo who? I, I shed no tears for that. It couldn't happen to the nicest, uh, to the more deserving people, in my opinion. If that's, they chose that. Take responsibility. Party of personal responsibility. I just get, I, I shed tears for people who don't deserve it. You know? Really. Ugh. Right? They're, they're really ghoulish. Their faces, their dead deadness. This is what happens when you're a con man, you see? That's what a con man, you, you, there's something about them, right? That is, um, you might not be able to put your finger on it, but you're like, there's something off about them. It's because, go with your gut. They're not, they're not fully human. They don't share the same human characteristics as normal people they have that they don't have the ability they somehow they're lacking in their brain they don't have the same powers of empathy they're they are some you know they're selfish of course the sociopathy that's why they can't stand america they hate america f but f for its very essence of out of many, one. That's why, you know, when uh, Hakeem Jeffries gave one of the greatest speeches in American history on the House floor, all they could do was jeer and, and heckle him like the little, uh, like the roaches they are. Because they're like, e pluribus unum? What? Yeah, then they had a heckle. They had a heckle. Because they got nothing, nothing but fake, phony bullshit to feed their, their uh, angertainment infrastructure. You know, that's it. That's all we're going to see. You know, all the committees. You know, I mean, people drawing uh, $179,000 a year now to sit in the house and uh, they might as well be producing for Breitbart or, you know, whatever the right-wing OAN or whatever because that's what they're doing. You know, a uh, different committee on the on bullshit. Uh, committee on, on Republicans being censored, being canceled, the the canceled committee, and that's one of the things when Byron Donalds, uh, uh, the 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 speaker of the House nominee Byron Donalds on uh, Joy Reid show. That's one of the things um, he brought up that it was it's such a travesty that the American people they they were having their freedom squelched by big tech. 
who wouldn't allow them to tweet the N-word, I guess. I, I don't know. This is what we're supposed to believe, that conservatives are so under attack all the time. They're being attacked by um, normal people who expect them, you know, or at least in, well, this is the way it is. You know, if you're in public, we expect a certain level of behavior, right? You can't go into public and pull out your dick, for example, and wave it around and say, uh, you know, suck on this lib, right? Because then the cops would come and take you away. Or if you're, you go into the town square and you, you get on a soapbox and you start screaming the N-word, you know, the same thing would happen. You would be taken in for disorderly conduct. But um, Republicans, I guess, expect on Twitter, on the um, public, on the the social media town square, so to speak, that they they just want to be able to get in there and go, uh, um, you know, n word, n word, n word, trans, 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 and uh, whatever else, all the other um, bullshit. They want to be able to act like the overgrown, emotionally stunted morons that they are and want no consequences, you see? The party of personal responsibility don't ever dare ever um, make them feel any responsibility or, you know, because that's really what it's about. They want to be able to say whatever they want and we're normal people are not supposed to have a reaction to it because you know it's like um the, the what do you call it you know because they're children they're overgrown children and they believe that it is their birthright to never ever be held accountable you know that's it that's really it it's like because i guess daddy um they they need obviously they need to go to um therapy and they need a lot of help but they hate themselves you know maybe their daddies hate it. it's sort of like donald trump jr his daddy hate him his daddy hates him excuse me uh current tense or present tense and no matter how vile he he behaves he will always hate him because he has no ability to love so, um, but he still dances as fast as he can, spewing out as many disgusting epithets and as many disgusting, uh, you know, just behaves like a disgusting, um, overgrown schoolyard bully, emotionally stunted, of course. So, but no matter what, no matter how horrible he is, daddy will never love him. And, um... But the, the Republicans, that's, that's really it. They want to be able to go on the, on the Internet and be disgusting and stupid and evil. And then they want to, uh, they want no reaction. Just have no reaction to them. Don't, don't um, you know, just let them be as, it's, a lot of, it's like a child, you know what I mean? But they want to have their tantrums and they don't want mommy to um, put them to bed without supper or whatever she did, you know, put them in the corner. They don't want that. 
They can't because they're they can't handle it. But anyway, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. It is the truth, though. That's what it's about. They want no reaction. That's what they mean by they're being picked on. If you have a reaction to how to their disgustingness, then you're being um, you're canceling them or something. So they, they'll never take the feedback and that's what it's about you know the human beings we're interdependent we live in community you know we are we're communal creatures so we are constantly reading others their faces their we're getting feedback all the time from our community and the people around us and they don't want to have any feedback you know, unless they're being go, hey, hey, high five. I, you uh, really own that lib. So, which in itself proves how unpatriotic they are. I mean, hello, it's true. If that's your motivation, which is, that's what it is. You know, it's like Elise Stefanik standing there with the Foxtrot Juliet Bravo sign. <laughs> You really owned the libs there. But, honey, you owned yourself. That's what she doesn't understand. Because it's, uh, you know, a child can't really understand. All right. Getting back to Santos. To date, all rent has become due and owing and has remained unpaid. In the time that the rent was, wasn't being paid, Tiffany Santos gave $5,000 to her little prick of a parasite con man brother wanted in Brazil for passing bad checks. And more than $16,000 to other GOP candidates. Isn't that funny? Sort of like the same amount of money that she received from you and me, the taxpayer, to keep a roof over her head. Actually, more. I mean, I guess she maybe lived on the other uh, 9,000. Just, you know, hee-wee, lived it up. Well, I, I could live it up, too, if you don't pay rent or mortgage or anything. It's a lot, of mo lot more money you got to go and live it up. One of the recipients of T Tiffany Santos's political charity was Michelle Bond, who lost a GOP primary race in the, for a Long Island House seat. Bond received a total of $8,700. Isn't that incredible? Of which 2900 uh, $2, was returned because she went above the legal amount. But, I mean, it's incredible. You don't work. You are squatting in an apartment, you're not paying rent, and your landlord, the only reason you're not on the street is because of the, the eviction moratorium. But, you know, so people like her, because she's a parasite and so is her brother, they, they took advantage of the eviction moratorium. They used it as their, their um, chance to uh, live rent free. That was not the purpose of the eviction moratorium. If you had the means to pay your rent, you're supposed to pay it. It's not like we, uh, it's a jubilee, right? 
So, but, uh, and then the, of course, uh, con man had the balls to go on Twitter and rail against the eviction moratorium. I just can't get over it. They have, there's, there is a level of antisocial personality disorder that is stunning, but yeah, it's uh, all fine by Kevin McCarthy. So one of the, oh yeah, so Victor Almeida, who at one point was engaged to Tiffany Santos, according to her Facebook account, told the New York Post on Thursday that the pair have broken up and claimed that the debt to the building owners has been settled. We ended up paying everything after she left, he said. Oh, who cares? Um, And that adding that he lives in the same building, purportedly evicting Tiffany Santos with two other guys. Almeida denied allegations made to the Post that he and his ex ripped out the smoke detectors and uh, stole packages from other tenants. Who, anybody believe that he's lying or or uh, anybody believe that George Santos is a porch pirate raise your hand I got one hand here of course he did he's a he's a con man he's he's wanted in Brazil for passing bad checks you don't think that he's going around stealing people's packages in the building of course he is the building accused me of a lot of shit they said, honestly, I don't talk to George. If he was here, I would. De- it definitely wasn't for me, he said. After being told that George was spotted by the post in Elmhurst. Okay, so here's the picture I was telling you about. This right here is him walking in Elmhurst. I know exactly where this is. That rock church. That's like a mile away from me. I know exactly. I could go go there right now. Look at this piece of dirt. Ew. What a face. I mean, legally and peacefully. Oh, look, he's got a lot of shit. He's got a lot of bags. Ugh. Where are you getting all that bags? The disgraced legislator-elect told the Daily Beast on Monday he he already moved into a new apartment within his district in North Queens. George Santos admitted to the Post last month that he fabricated much of his professional resume, blah, 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 blah. During an exclusive interview, Santos acknowledged being a deadbeat tenant himself in Sunnyside. That's where I live. He lived in Sunnyside? Oh, my God. During the exclusive interview, Santos also acknowledged being a deadbeat tenant himself in Sunnyside, where the New York Times reported that he he was ordered by a judge to pay more than $12,000 to a former landlord who claimed non-payment of several months' rent, as well as that Santos had tried to pass a check that bounced. What a fucking dirtbag. 
Oh, yeah. Santos told the Post that at the time of his lawsuit, his family was deep in medical debt from his mother's cancer battle. Oh, boo-fucking-who. But, of course, he's somebody, I'm sure, who's against Medicare for all. That's beside the point. And the other thing is, you want to, you want us to believe that you paid for your mother's medical bills when you were passing bad checks and stiffing people on rent and, and unable to move out of your sister's squat? Give me a break. But of course, that's not the first time that he's used his mother. You know, he's a filthy liar. This is the other thing. He keeps changing his his website and i've i've noticed this a few days in a row um he changed it again yet i i don't know if he changed it yesterday but i saw it i saw it today because a few days ago let's see where is it george santos i went on his website i took some screen grabs because i couldn't believe my my beautiful eyes when i was seeing let me see. G-E-O-R-G. Where the hell? Come on. Come on, Internet. George Santos. Website? I can't find the website. I'm just trying to get there. Because it's, they're just so, it's on, it's incredible. Santos for New York. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, so I went on the website. What is this? What What is this design back here? You see what I'm saying? George Santos for you, New York. Oh, hmm, that's interesting. I was, I'm looking, what is this? Do you see all those little, what is that? These little gray lines here. Is that a design? Oh, that's supposed to be New. Oh, that's supposed to be Long Island. I see. It's like a badly rendered something outline of Long Island. Oh, how how fucking fancy, George. Anyway, um, so I went on his website about. Ugh, I want to puke. That looks like. Uh, that actually looks like. Where is that? It's like somewhere in Farce Hills, frankly. Looks like Ascan Street or something. So, okay. Look at this. They they changed it again, actually. that Now it's looking more fancy. But I'll show you the original because I took some screen grabs. Hold on. La-da-dee. Bada boo, where is it? Where is you? Do 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 da do. Here we go. I found them here. Okay. So here is the original bio. I'll put a picture up if I can. Okay, it's taking up the whole screen, but. Smaller, please. All right. 
So his this is was the bio from the other day. George Santos is the son of immigrants who grew up in a basement apartment in Jackson Heights, Queens. Both his mother and father legally immigrated to the United States in search of the American dream, where they began their family on the foundations of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yes, that's what they said. When they immigrated, they were like, we are building a family on the foundations of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, sure. Bullshit. Who, who does he think he is? You know, Thomas Paine or something? Um, of course he does, yes. Uh, he would. He would say he's Thomas Paine. Maybe he's a descendant. George's drive, his commitment and determination were inspired by the legacy set and left by his mother. She gave up everything to provide for George and her family. She delivered the American dream to George. And, uh, God help us. She delivered it. What does she run an Uber or something or DoorDash? A debt that he wants to repay to the rest of his neighbors and constituents by what? Inciting insurrection and spreading lies about your fucking failed first run to squat in the office you're now uh, staining with your lies? George's mother here this is this is where it gets good. George's mother was in her office in the South Tower on September 11th, 2001 when the horrific events of that day unfolded. She survived the tragic events on September 11th, but she passed away a few years later when she lost her battle to cancer. Now, okay? Um what does that mean? See, because he's he was caught in yet another lie where he said that his mother died on September 11th, and then some of the media, and then uh, a few years later, he 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 tweeted something about how his mother had died um, in 2016, and um, so. The media being generous, of course, the corporate media always does does that. So he they gave George the idea um, because they were say, saying, well, maybe she died from nine eleven cancer. You know, a lot of uh, people have who. Uh, but but here's the thing. George's mother, th- what he it wants us to believe is that. She fled the South Tower before the towers fell and got cancer. No, that's not how people ended up with cancer from 9-11. She was not a first responder. She was not in the recovery efforts. So what he's saying is that everybody who fled on 9-11 and died cancer, died of cancer 16 years later, died of 9-11 cancer? I mean, it's just yet another example of stolen valor and uh, a lie, a filthy lie that's supposed to pull the heartstrings of Americans and somehow his, his mother's death and 9-11, he wants to own that? You know, I mean, it's, so, it's an offense so when somebody says, you know, uh, let's say, for example, when somebody says, hey, you know, a few years from now, 
or a few, when somebody just uses that term, a few years ago, a few years from now, well, how many years do you usually envision in your mind? Is it two, three, a few years? It's not fucking 16 years. I mean, what a dirtbag. Oh, what, as Kevin McCarthy says, what laws has he broken? He's broken the laws of decency. How's that? The laws of integrity? The laws of ethics? Well, Republicans have no ethics, of course. They're dismantling the whole Office of Congressional Ethics because it's uh, now the, the point of a Republican House is to smash and grab. Smash and grab as much as you can while you can take the money and run. Sort of like George Santos's his motto for his whole life. Pass as many bad checks as you can, sell as many lies as you can. And he is, he's built for this moment. You realize that. The, the way that the Republicans have so denigrated this country, uh, infused uh, money in politics, f- just filling, you know, making legal bribes the the basis for this system putting legal bribes into the system of course you're going to have a george santos of course you're going to have a donald trump outright con men it's only a matter of time but yet again like i said this is part of the plan this is how you separate government from the people and you ultimately destroy this government if people have no faith in the government and they turn and they say, well, look at this shit. Look at George Santos. That's why Kevin McCarthy doesn't want to get rid of him. He's serving a dual purpose. He's got a vote and he's also denigrating the, the government that the Republicans hate. The government of the people. By the people, for the people, e pluribus unum, all that stuff. They hate that. And they are actively destroying it. And you can't just destroy it, boom, boom. You can't just go and blow it up. You have to poison it in the minds of the people first. That has to go hand in hand. That's why they have their propaganda outlets churning out the, the lies, churning out the distractions. And then you have people like George Santos. You never get rid of him. Let him, let the people squeal away about it. Tell them to call every day. They have protests in front of the the office that he hasn't even set up in Queens. He hasn't even bothered. It still says Tom Swazi on it. He hasn't even set it up. There's no phone number. Because he's like, he's like Madison Cawthorn. Who needs a constituent services office? He's there, you know, to, to steal. he get his $179,000 check coming. Yucking it up with perjury trader green. So, and, and, and if you read, of course, you know, the, the, 
the bio continues. I don't know how many times he says, fucking, I'm the son of immigrants. Yeah, he says it again. This is the fourth time in this art, in this two paragraphs. As the son of immigrants, George understands the strength that comes with New York Three's diversity. As the first openly gay, because I don't know, is he openly gay? He's gay now. He's gayish, I guess. He was married to a woman. Not that that matters, I understand that, but, you know, he's just, he is what he thinks benefits him. Uh, oh, his fir a first openly gay Republican elected to Congress, he knows how important it is for every community to have a voice, which is why you use your voice to lie, right, George? He will be a voice for every community, in the district. Oh, thanks. Well, but, but no thanks. We want you to go. George is an experienced businessman. Here, here we go. This was on his website as of yesterday. George is an experienced businessman, financier, and investor with an extensive work in, with extensive work in capital introduction, real estate, capital markets, biotech, and M&A. I guess marketing and advertising. Who the fuck are you, M&A? You're nothing. You're a squatter. You're a grifter. You're a parasite. You're wanted in Brazil. You are wanted in Brazil. And we have an extradition treaty with Brazil. Why isn't he on a plane? This is what I mean about um, government and not being able to respond quickly, without apology, to these fascist fuckers. George Santos should be extradited yesterday. You don't want to take care of him? Kevin McCarthy doesn't want to take care of him? Send his ass to Brazil. They'll take care of him. And that's what should happen. Put him on a plane. Arrest his ass. Make sure the cameras are there and sent him to Brazil to answer for his crimes. He has experienced delivering results in the world of business, and now he will take that same drive to squat in an uh, apartment that he's not paying rent, and no one's paying rent, um, to deliver, to, to, he'll take the drive to Washington to deliver for the third district, yeah, right. As a member of Congress, of a congressional class, here, here we go, whose victories took the gavel from Nancy Pelosi, whose name George Santos should keep out of his filthy con man mouth, but uh, he, of course he won't because he's a parasite. George is determined to deliver real results for his constituents, whatever that means. You say it's the Rorschach test. Just p throw whatever you think it means. Real results, like what, George? For far too long, politicians have been elected only to let down their constituents by caving to political pressures. George is committed to standing strong and fighting every single day to improve the quality of life for himself, 
Oh, but he writes for everyone in the third district. Yeah, right, bitch. So that was on his website. How come I can't get... Where is this? Hold on. But so he changed it. He's he's rewritten it. I think this is the fourth time, really. George Santo, he kept the son of immigrants who grew up in a basement apartment in Jackson Heights. That was not in his first bio. Both his mother and father legally immigrated to the United States in search of the American dream. How many times does it take you to write a bullshit biography, I wonder? Well, we know at least four times, but where they began their family on the foundations of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, who who actually believes that? Anyone? They began their family on the... Honey, we're going to build a family on mom, apple pie, and low taxes and low regulations on the rich and their corporations. Are you with me? George's drive, commitment, and determination were inspired by the legacy left by his mother, who conveniently died 16 years after 9-11. But she was there. I, I would check, frankly, if she actually was there on September 11th. So, I really would. If, if there's any way to figure that out. Because I doubt it. But he, he he's... Oh, this is interesting. Because earlier in the day, when I went back... So he's rewritten it again. He He's kept... Because when I went back earlier, it it um, the part about his mother was gone. Now it's back. <laughs> I, he must be doing it himself because who the fuck else would do this nonstop, like constantly change it? George's mother was in her office on the South Tower on September 11th. And I, I, you know, I mean, the corporate media is really annoying. Why don't they ask him this? What, what do you think a few years is, in your opinion? Is a few years, two years, three years, it's 16 years? So, and why don't they ask him, was your mother a first responder? Did she work in the recovery at Ground Zero? Because I know people who did. I mean, I was in New York on September 11th. I saw the towers fall with my own beautiful eyes. And I live in Queens, and outside my window, I have a view of the Manhattan skyline. And September 11th, the entire city smelled like the the disaster. It was the smoke was everywhere. So you could say, I mean, if I, I it's how many years later now? And uh, so you know, if I die of cancer, is that 9/11? related illness I mean this is what I'm saying these people are they have no they have no integrity but she was not a first responder she's not in the recovery and yet again she's a she well not her 
but he is stealing the valor of those who who were there and did suffer health effects from from the recovery and um by the way republicans battled again and again and again for uh, to trying to stop them from getting health care these these filthy filthy parasites the republicans i'm talking about who are are more than happy to po- politicize those who you know the heroes who put their lives on the line trying to rescue people in the rubble and 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 suffered detrimental health effects because of it you see but they will won't lift a fucking finger to help them uh you know spend their last years their shortened years on this planet with dignity not having to battle the republicans every step of the way you see how disgusting they are they they take the hero they they're more than happy to glom on to the 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 actions of the heroes but they won't pull a hair to help them but george santos is more than happy to somehow get some of that glory on him without lifting a finger you see how filthy they are i mean then they don't even ha- they don't even hide it how many more george santos is are there in congress grifters all grifters they make me sick but worst they make us all sick mm Mm, mm. Oh my God, it's almost 11.30 already. <sighs> anyway, well, Diamond and Silk, in good news, <laughs> no, just get it. Somebody said, I always think about this, that uh, I got a letter years ago. You should do some good news, too. You know, end with some good news. So every now and then, when I get some good news, I'll do it. Like, Diamond and Silk. No, I'm just kidding. But it's true, though. If Diamond, if somebody had to go, it, I'm glad it was Diamond because, hey, oh, well. Karma is, yeah, it's like in Buddhism, you know, the uh, one of the philosophies and it's true i mean it's not just a philosophy it's a law of physics really that cause and effect is um inherently linked in your cause whatever cause you're making the effect it will manifest whether it manifests instantaneously or down the road like, for example, if you're smoking a cigarette, I, which I hope you're not, because we need you healthy and 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 uh, in fighting shape, legally and peacefully. But, you know, that 
action, uh, the effect is inherent in the a- in the cause that you're making. You know whether it manifests down the road or or closer in the timeline, it will manifest. That's why the whole I mean the lotus is the symbol of Buddhism, but it's not it's not s- simply because it it's a flower that blooms in a muddy pond. It's because it is also a flower that seeds and uh, blossoms or whatever that is at the same time. So it is the essence of cause and effect. Think about that, which I is true. I totally believe in that. You know, if you're eating healthy, yeah, the cause is, the effect is in the cause. So, anyway, so that's that's Diamond and Silk. She uh, spread a lot of bullshit, but at least you got to say, uh, unlike the um, the likes of Tucker Carlson, for example, who is more than happy to kill his viewers with COVID misinformation, but is is vaccinated. You have to be vaccinated. They cuz Fox News has a vaccination requirement to enter their offices. So of course he's vaccinated and you have to be boosted. So, you know, I mean that just goes to show you who they are. They're 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 vile hypocrites and the republicans, maybe some of them now though because they're they're true believer morons. But uh some are they're just cynical and they're trying to uh, you know make money off of the dupes but at least if diamond thought it was a hoax she took that to her grave with her you know good well she's free she's She's really free now. Freedom! All right. <clears throat> what else is going on, everybody? Let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to find my... I hate when this happens. Oh, boy. The last thing I wanted to talk about... Well, whatever. We have... There's so many things we got to talk about. God damn this. You know, I'm having trouble because my stupid uh, folder where I have all my articles is not showing up normally. All right, here we go. I got it. I was trying to read it by date, but it wasn't. I just wanted to, the last thing we'll talk about, then we'll, I need to get unconscious. Because in my dreams, there are no Republicans. And I, I you know, it's it's great. They're, the Republicans are not in the majority. It's de- decent things are happening. I can fly, things like that. So a Republican, I just found this typical. Republican strategist alleges 
that Matt Schlapp, the influential influential chairman of the American Conservative Union, groped and fondled his groin as he drove Schlapp back to an Atlanta hotel several weeks before the November midterm election. The strategist, a male in his late 30s who was working for the Georgia GOP and Herschel Walker's Senate campaign at the time, told CNN that Schlapp made the unwanted sexual advances in the ride back to to two uh, back from two area bars on October 19th. Schlapp allegedly invited the strategist who was assigned to drive Schlapp to join him in his hotel room. The staffer declined and hours later reported the incident to senior campaign staff. So you know it's true. There's an out, a, 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 a um, contemporary outcry witness, so to speak, and there's also um, a text trail that confirms this. And this person who is a, an underling in the campaign is not going to make an allegation like this if it's not true. There's no way. <clears throat> Schlapp, through his attorney, denies the claim. The attack is false. Why? Why would he make this false claim? You have all the power. You've clearly abused your power before but but this is the way it is though with republicans who are gay and in the closet if he was an out gay person you know who cares right and maybe he makes i I mean there's there is the power dynamic but maybe there are others um who went with it but you know, are also deeply closeted. And then there are others who maybe he took advantage of because of the power, because they were afraid to say no to him. And that's wrong, of course. So, but, and how long has he been doing this? Uh, God only knows. The attack is false. Schlapp denies any improper behavior. The staffer said he called and texted friends in real time when it happened, and CNN reviewed the text exchange between the staffer and a friend in politics where the staffer is clearly upset and wondering how to tell the campaign that one of their surrogates had allegedly assaulted him. The exchange is being made public for the first time, and these are the texts. He's pissed. I don't follow him to his hotel room, the staffer said. I'm so sorry, man, the acquaintance responded. What a fucking creep. The staffer later texted, I don't know how to say it to my superiors that their surrogate fondled my junk without my consent. The staffer, an experienced political strategist who has worked on a number of high-profile national and statewide campaigns, has asked that his identity be withheld because of concerns over professional backlash. However, he says he will come forward if Schlapp publicly refutes his claims, which were first reported by the Daily Beast. Schlapp runs the ACU, an organization widely known for staging conservative political action, for staging the conservative political action conference, known as CPAC and, you know, coddles, uh, authoritarian dictators, of course. Um, Schlapp, both Schlapp and the group, what a name, Schlapp, 
uh, yeah, legally and peacefully, whatever. Uh, the group occasionally butted heads with Donald Trump before he was elected president, but have since become fierce loyalists. And that's all that happens, you know, with Republicans because they have no integrity and they want power. According to text messages, Schlapp suggested meeting the staffer for drinks. He wrote, I have dinner at seven. May grab a beer after if you want to join. Let me know. Schlapp texted the staffer. The staffer said uh, he joined Schlapp because of ACU's leaders training. I mean, uh, training, standing in the conservative political circle. Yeah, if you're a an, uh, an up-and-coming political asshole like this guy working for Republicans, yeah, I mean, how could he be? But otherwise, um, but... And some big wig is like, hey, you know, I'm going to get a beer. You want to hang out? Yeah, you do. You go because you want to learn from a more experienced scumbag as you, more than, you know, you, the average scumbag. Once at the bar, the staffer says Schlapp began to inappropriately invade his personal space. Oh, boy. After leaving the bar, the staffer, the guy was probably like, what's going on here? The staffer alleges Schlapp sexually assaulted him as he was driving back to his hotel room. The staffer said he did not respond in the moment because he was so stunned into silence and was focusing on getting Schlapp out of the car as quickly as possible. Later that evening, Schlapp called the staffer, according to a call log reviewed by CNN, to confirm that the staffer would be driving him to another Walker event that morning. After receiving the call, the staffer says he broke down and memorialized what happened by recording videos of himself describing the alleged assault. And he said, Matt Schlapp of CPAC grabbed my junk and pummeled it at length. Well, that's romantic. Pummeled it? Well, that's a Republican for you. That's what you do. You pummel. You don't um, caress I'm sitting there in the car saying, what the hell is going on with this person with a wife and kids? And he's literally doing this to me. From Manuel's Tavern to the Hilton Garden Inn there at the Atlanta airport. The staffer says in one of the self-recorded clips, um, he literally has his hand on me and I feel so fucking dirty. Uh, so I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do in the morning. The next morning, the staffer told Walker, uh, the top Walker campaign officials about the, uh, about the alleged incident, and they immediately directed him not to drive Schlapp and to pass on a number of the car service. So, which is sort of like how, um, you know, the Catholic Church dealt with all their uh, abuse, right? You just move them around and, just put your head in the sand. Senior Walker campaign officials confirmed to CNN that they spoke with the staffer immediately uh, and immediately notified campaign lawyers. Unaware of the incident, that the incident was being reported to the campaign, Schlapp texted the staffer again to, to inform him he was in the lobby awaiting a ride. The staffer responded, telling Schlapp, I did not want to say that 
I did not wait, wait. I did want to say I was uncomfortable with what happened last night. The campaign does have a driver who is available to get you to uh to make on to make on and back to the airport. Schlapp texted back asking the staffer to call him, and then according to the phone log, he repeatedly tried calling the staffer who did not answer. Several hours later, Schlapp reached out again by text and addressed the staffer by name and said, if you could see it in your heart to call me at the end of the day, I would appreciate it. If not, I wish you luck in the campaign and hope you keep up the good work. The staffer says he's coming forward to discuss the incident and wants to prevent someone else from being victimized. And he said the staffer is also motivated by what he describes as CPAC's hypocrisy in hosting guests hostile to LGBTQ rights. Well, there you go. Early in his time overseeing CPAC, Schlapp has faced backlash over efforts to be more inclusive of gay conservatives. Well, that's too tempting for him, you see. He needs to keep his um, appearance up uh, as a as a family man with a woman, right? Not a not a gay. But CPAC has become increasingly welcome ground for political leaders like Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban, who has targeted his country's gay community as part of his Christian conservative agenda. Christian, so-called Christian. It's just a uh, Nazi agenda, really. You see what I mean? They're just, they're, they're, they're horrible. 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 You know? I mean, gays, trans people, humans of dif- difference is vilified and used as um, political punching bags in the very least. And, uh, you know, fodder f- to to be murdered in the worst. I mean, this is what they're doing. So, yes. Yep, more evidence. I mean, it's too bad he didn't text him back. Well, that's why he didn't text him. He, that's why he was like, please call me, because he was probably f- afraid and didn't want to put it in writing where he where he would acknowledge it in text. That's why he's like, call me. But he should have called him and then recorded it. Anyway. All right. Guys, 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 guys. Listen, listen, listen. We will meet back here on Friday evening around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you can, please become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil. That will help to keep keep the show going and growing, okay? That's it. That's all I ask of you. And if you can support APS Radio News, a sponsor of Tara Buster, that is also appreciated. You know, these things we got to do. We got to stick together. We got to win. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Elise, for your super chat. Thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. I really appreciate that encouragement, Richard. And, of course, all it's only great because you guys are here keeping me sane, relatively. But 
listen, listen, listen. We will win. Yes, we will. Regard. I mean, it might take a while, but I'll be here as long as uh, we get some patrons. We we gotta get some patrons. That's that's it. And we also have to. If you can, give the show a good review. That helps. Give it a good review on iTunes. But we will win. Yes. Because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you on Friday night. Hey, that's not even filling up the whole page. Hmm. How'd that happen? <laughs>